Shot Show 2024. Welcome to the Ghost and Clover podcast live from the Bursa booth here at Shot Show 2024. Today, we're going to uh, have a couple guests in this segment. We got six guests all together. We'll go through that lineup in a second. Uh, my name is Trey the Ghost Task. Well, I'll be your tour guide of this riverboat of romance today and behind the behind the computer running all the, the smart stuff we'll say is clover tech what's up bro i don't know how smart it is today there seems to be a little video lag and i mean who knows but day two a shot man today two a shot it's uh, a lot busier today the ambiance is a little bit louder so hope that's okay hopefully the background noise is not terrible um <laughs> yeah, you, can, you, you can definitely tell yeah. it's Busier, it's, busy. it's much busier. It, yeah, it's really neat when we put the headphones on. We were like, Oh, wow, <laughs> yeah, you can tell loud. the bigger. This they're yeah. louder anyway. I don't know if they're yeah. bigger, but they're louder. Yeah, well, sometimes yeah. louder doesn't mean bigger, but in this case, I think it does because I, I think it's, it's also, I noticed a busier crowd today. Yeah. You were just out there, yeah, in front of in the booth. You can you can't walk, yeah. yeah, you could barely make it in here for yeah. this. Yeah, I know yeah. <laughs> people awesome. were like, Hey, I need to talk to you, hey, I need to talk to you, <laughs> absolutely. All right, we're going to jump right in. You guys know how it is. We're going to get a couple of guests a few minutes to talk about their projects, and then we'll have open discussion. If you're out there and you have a relative, an interesting uh, question for our guests, go ahead and put it out there, and Clover will take care of that. Our first guest uh, represents an organization that's near and dear to my heart. I'm a member of it. It is the uh, Recon Sniper Foundation. We've got Ta- Todd here, who's going to talk a little about the organization, uh, and also Team RSF, which is the competitive side of things. Uh, Todd? As a good friend of mine, we uh, we served together a few years apart with the same units, which is kind of ironic. We met each other a couple of years ago, uh, but with Recon Sniper Foundation, it's great to have you here. Uh, let us know, what is Recon Sniper Foundation and Team RSF? All right. Thanks for having me. Recon Sniper Foundation, our mission is to provide proper guidance that's needed for our service members, veterans, their families to have a better quality of life. Yeah, and a lot, a lot of it is, is if there's a need and someone that's in our community uh, is in need and might need help financially or just support of some sort, we're one of the resources they can reach out to to hopefully help them out in times of need, whether they're active or a veteran. Exactly. One of the things that, like, as you stated, there's a Team RSF aspect. We don't want to wait until somebody is in need right team rsf we are basically that mobile outreach constantly out there in the community in sports whether it is endurance racing right or endurance sports uspsa shooting sports prs right Skydiving. Uh, skydiving, exactly. <laughs> Did sky you know that skydiving is a team sport? I had no idea. Oh, heck yeah. You <laughs> can, you can I never really up. even just thought of it as a sport. <laughs> that's, that's a I team just sport. thought it was a really cool thing to do. Or, or <laughs> crazy. Or <laughs> well, yeah. I'm wondering, they're one in the same, right? I'm wondering <laughs> where the synchronized swimming comes in. That's coming down the line. You know yeah. what? I, you know, if, if there's enough interest and we get the board of members to say yay, you know, it may. That's pretty good. I, I, I just want to make sure that we have camo one-piece swimsuits. It's got to be camoed. Well, 
you know what? I will bring it up with the board. All right. So, uh, real quick, mandatory carry, uh, $5 super chat. Thank you, brother. Uh, keep fighting on ghosts, whatever saves lives. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, uh, we, uh, we don't ask for them, but thank you. Uh, all super chats on my channel go to send care packages downrange to our, our men and women downrange. So, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Uh, Raw. So, Team RSF, I've started off being, well, I got interested. I came into Team RSF. I was doing USPSA. Uh, Alex Goking out there, he's part of the Marine Corps shooting team, got me in. Uh, developed into a quote-unquote leadership role, right? So we reach out to folks, to team members, or I should say vets, active duty guys. I switched from USPSA to Precision Rifles. We are pulling guys that were in sniper school. Yep. come out to shoot with us they're great doing what they were taught but as soon as we switch things up on them a little bit they had to make adjustments sure right yeah but they were like oh this is so much fun thank you a couple of them joined team rsf so it's getting them out of the barracks getting them out of their comfort zone and rebuilding that camaraderie yep. at the same time for active service members yep. increasing their lethality being proficient with yep. their firearms yeah one of the things that i, I love about i was a member of recon's number foundation um and john and i've talked about this a lot is is the veteran side especially if if they're just transitioning out and a lot of guys get out and they don't know what they can do they don't know what's out there they kind of lose that they, they get detached from the brotherhood. This is a way to keep them involved, keep them with other guys say, hey, you shot, let's go shoot some competitive stuff, regain that brotherhood and all that. So I think that's a great aspect is giving guys that are out veterans, not only the support and need, but in the team side of it, giving them that brotherhood back and say, look, we got you back. Right. It's maintaining that connection. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, any more questions out there for Todd? Uh, nothing out there for Tom. Okay. <laughs> so we've got uh, Raphael. Yeah, well, I'm Bursa back. You're back. back. He's back. Now somebody from Bursa. Yeah. Here off. We'll be here every day, so for the next two days included. So I don't know what we're gonna talk about, Roth, but you have the floor. I don't know what we're gonna talk. First you know. of all, I want to thank you for what you're doing. That's awesome, and and uh, it's uh, it's so important what you guys are doing, and and. Uh, you know, we had Mike in here from yes. Walk to Talk mm -hmm. in America yesterday. I, it warms my heart to see the gun industry giving back. About, I've been into this industry, giving back and looking out for each other and those that are, we're connected to in whichever way we can be. Um, I've been in this industry for about 30 years. And when I started... It was a bunch of guys in suits that had been doing this stuff in the 70s and all this stuff. And there was such a different vibe to the gun community. And to it was, you know, it, it, yep. it was like kind of like an uh, us against them. Kind of, I don't really, I don't know the right words, but it was it was a different vibe. It was, you know, not as I don't know. But now you're finding all these people that are in the industry and they're looking for the betterment of the people within the industry and the people that we're connected to, whether serving together mm. or just 
you know, whatever. And I, I think that we're fortunate to be in this area where, where the gun industry is really reaching out to the greater community right. um, the way that I'm seeing it happen. Yep. And so, you know, again, I just want to thank you guys for what you're doing. You know, we try and do our part supporting everybody we can. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, it's just really great to see the vibe. Let me ask you this uh, about the community the, within in the, the community. industry has been here for 30 years and you said it's, it's much different now and all that. Yeah. It's nice. And, and I've, you know, being a creator, we've been in this space for a, a, a little bit of time, but was there at one point was the industry and the gun community were they detached because it seems know. like the industry is more involved in the community they were detached now. from the greater community that's what i'm saying yeah if you if you think about back and if this was when i was still probably before definitely before i got into the community but you remember the famous speech by charlton Heston? oh yeah from my cold, oh, my, yeah. my cold dead hand yeah. you know right. and it's us against them yeah. and it's you know it's not like that anymore. There, there, you know, there's certain aspects of that, right? Right. But I think that there's more intertwining and and more people that care. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, pull this from my cold dead hands. It's like, hey, what can we do to help you understand our point of view more? And what can we do to help you in any way, shape, or form to understand people? We're trying to understand people that don't want guns around. Right. Let us help you understand people that want. The two we're not, we're not much different, right? You know? No, yeah. no, no. We're, we're, we have if more we pass things each in other common. walking down the street, or we're waiting in line to see the same movie, yeah, or, or sitting at the table next to each other at the same restaurant, we both like those things, yep. you know. We so might even be ordering the same dish, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> you know, we, I don't know anything about the person sitting next to me, but right? I know they like the same food, right? And so maybe th- that's th- something. There's something. Know? So it leads me. We're not that different. And yeah. and like I said, I've just seen it change from that. You know, rah rah rah, us, us against them. Um, yeah. I just always think about that. Pull this gun. You'll get it when you pry it from my cold dead yeah. hands. That was very powerful. It was hugely powerful. But it was also very alienating. Yeah. I think to the people that were not part of that. Um. But again, very powerful in that. Yay. Yeah, we're not doing anything, but again, I see this intertwining of the communities a little bit better, and well, and, and I, it's cool to see. I think, and I've heard it said with the veteran community, and I think it's true with the firearm community too that it's a tough guy mentality a lot of times. Yep. And so, if you do anything, anything having to do with your feelings, right? Like suppress that. Don't, yeah, don't yeah, talk yeah. about it. Don't say it. But there, there's. For a long and that's time, not good. No, for, you know, that's why we need people like Mike and Jake. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> for, and Tom, for a long and Tom, time, yeah. you know, I mean, I and, and a plethora of other people that are, that are doing good yeah. things. I yeah. would say twenty, you know, twenty years, you know, plus something like that. I've seen, you know, the farm community, the industry. I've seen them interact in in ways and help each other and things like that, but then not tell the stories. Oh yeah, times, yeah. right. We yep. did something a few days ago, and what mm-hmm. did we say? We said, keep it quiet. Yep. Why? I mean, because we didn't want credit, but at the same time, we helped somebody. And yep. I'm using vague terms because yep. we didn't want anybody to know. Um, I had We had an issue last night. We did. And um, somebody from the industry called and said, hey, you know, be at like 1.45 in the morning. We yep. were still up. Hey, you guys okay? This morning and said, hey, I can't sleep. Are you, did, y'all guys, did y'all guys get that problem fixed? Are y'all okay? We're good I'm to go. worried about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, and yep. it's great that we care, but at the same time, we need to tell people that we care. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. There's, well, there's so many stories to be told, right? And we need yep. to tell them. Absolutely. You know, one of the things we do at Team RSF, we're on Discord, we're checking in with everybody. Yep. We're constantly reposting our home, our personal numbers to say, hey, we're here, yeah. especially during the holidays, right? We're here. You need to talk. I'm here for you. Yeah. Yep. I don't care what time, just call. Yep. Yep. Right? Yep. It can, we can go that route, and every so often it's just a, hey, how is everybody doing? Yep. Yep. Yeah, we, we we're in a big tech chat, and it's like, hey, monthly check in. How's everyone going? Hey, great, great. Hey, worst case scenario, I'll talk to you next month. It's just, mm -hmm. hey, you guys know we're always here, but it's always checking in. Hey, everyone yep. good? Family's good? Yep. All right, let's go. Yep. You know? yep. Right. Uh, well, yeah, we're uh, we're kind of open forum segment, but yep. I mean, we're you know we're kind of doing that anyway. Yep. Uh, there's a question out there though from mandatory carry. Uh, I guess involving Todd more than anybody uh, says. Uh, are you doing anything? Uh, says, uh, do you guys address uh, any homeless veteran issues? I can't say that we do now, but I. Um, it would be something that let me take a note on it and work with the board. Right, right now, we are always open for anybody coming to say, "Hey." I need help. And oh, by the way, you don't have to be a Marine to, to contact us. This you know? is every branch, right? Veterans, active duty, and their Space families. Force? Well, is that really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to say yes. Space Force as well. <laughs> and you don't have to be recon or a sniper. It, it is, that's the name of it, but it, you don't have to be recon or a sniper. It's what recon. if you play one on Call of Duty? It will. If you put one on Call of Duty or if you stayed at a Holiday Inn Express, you're okay. Hey, LARP is a thing, man. You know, apparently, we've seen a lot of it last night. Absolutely. Uh, guys, I want each of you a minute. Uh, Todd, real quick uh, to everyone out there that might be looking to find uh, Recon Sniper Foundation and Team RSF, social medias, websites, how can they contact you if they're a veteran active duty in need? What are maybe some of the steps to uh, get some help if they need it? Just go to reconsniperfoundation.com or uh, on Instagram, it's reconsniperfoundation. Hit anybody up. Um, if Just go to the website. There will be a link if you need help. That, it's as simple as that. Yep. We have counselors ready to go to help, or I should say case managers that's ready to help. Right, and to point you in the right direction. And if you need to reach out to me, um, you know, on Instagram or me, and I can pass you on to Todd. Yeah. You guys out there, let me know. And and uh, like I said, it's it's a very proud. Uh, I've been very proud to be a part of Recon Sniper Foundation. Uh, real quick, shout out to our foundation, the Marine Party tonight, sponsored by Recon Sniper Foundation. So that's fantastic. Thanks to uh, Mandatory Carry for dropping those links. When we're a moat like this, perfect. We thanks, can't, bro. I can't produce and drop links. He's things. my favorite coastie. You know, so, coasties yeah. are you know they're thank, kind of military. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for doing that. Know, you for thought, doing that. that there are people that lived on, on at the well, beach. I mean, you know what? <laughs> Try to be nice. I, I'm gonna He's date my myself. Favorite. He's my favorite weirdo, you know. I'm going to date myself. Coasties 
were actually part of the military when were. I was in. Yeah, were. So, yeah, but you're old, dude. I am archaic. I know. I know. <laughs> so, Todd, uh, Todd, talk, you talked about the competition side of things a little bit earlier. Yes, sir. Uh, and uh, Rob versus got some competition grade stuff. Oh, we, we really have one gun out there, yeah. and and we don't we don't make a ton of them. So this is cool because we don't get to talk about them that right, often. Yeah. So we have the TPR nine platform, which is the pistol that every police officer in Argentina and wow. and I don't know about the coasties down there, but, uh, yeah, yeah. but I know every, every, every <laughs> police officer from, the, coast from the small towns that have you know three or four cops all the way up to the federal police, which you know co- covers the whole uh, country. They all use the TPR nine yeah. um, pistol, so. What Bursa did, they they talked to some of the big competition shooters down there, and uh, they had a guy called Gaston, who's was you know nine time Pan American, uh, oh. M6 champion. Oh. And he came in and he helped them design, take that platform, and design a pistol, which is now called the TPR9 XT. So they just extended the barrel, they put a fiber optic front sight, they put a, I think it's an LPA rear sight. Um, fully adjustable competition rear sight. Here, take um, my money. <laughs> take my money. <laughs> We're gonna show it to you in a minute, Todd. Um, and uh, and and tune the trigger, and just it's people that have shot it. Our friends Kevin Dixie. Yeah. They, if he's if there's one anywhere near him and some ammo, he's all over that gun. But um, so we we they only run them out once or twice a year, but it's a cool gun too. And the fact that it was designed for you know, I think retail arms like 700 bucks so but so somebody that's just getting interested in competition right. training yeah can go get a, a gun that's designed by a champion but at a good price point for that tank. and we deliver it with five magazines whoa so, whoa, really? On the box. so really you just have to have a holster and your yeah. and your eyes and ears right and you could go start competition shooting wow. without wow. That, too much a, trouble that's a great great nice Yes. Yep. Right. Because when we, you know, when we start, we get our pistol, one or two mags. Yep. But for you to have five, yeah, they're set for production yep. right off the bat. And, you yep. know, you know, if you got to go buy four or five extra mags, yep. that's not cheap. Oh, you know, you know. So, but yes, we've got that, and uh, you know, so now the entire Bursa shooting team is shooting those. A bunch of those guys are on the national shooting team. So it's a cool gun. It just hasn't really shot, you know, hasn't really gone off here and and uh, and made the mark that we thought it would. But more and more people are starting to see well, it. And a lot of it's got to get out, get out in the in the in the public. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I like range toys. Yeah. So I like competition style handguns, rifles, whatever it might be, even in a backyard style range. Yeah. Well, know, triggers are usually better and you know, all sorts of things. Because you know it's tuned for they're just, yeah. they're just fun. And you know, and so even though you may not be wanting to shoot competition, um, if you want to get out and experience yeah. a, a race, it's like having a performance race car or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's yeah. not you your daily drive. You don't have to drive on a like track that. to drive a horse, right? Right. Exactly. Right. 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 That's right. right. But That's it's right. but it it's is. fun to drive yeah. a Lambo on the street. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you, you might know. 
<laughs> well, I don't know nothing about Lambo. Yeah, I've not. got to imagine. It's, yeah. it's fun. Yeah, yeah, you you know, to see over the dashboard, so it's all good. In the Lambo, you probably. I'm in the Lambo, I might. Yeah, yeah, Lambo. yeah it's pretty low. So, uh, yeah, I think but, we're. Uh, but yeah, you can find out more information about the TPR9 XT. Go to bursa.com and all it's on there, all the specs and everything. And uh, and then, you know, like we talked about yesterday, if anybody wants to see us online, it's bursa underscore USA. And it's on Facebook and Instagram. Right. Yeah. Awesome. And, you know, awesome. And all the new stuff that we talked about yesterday. Yeah. It's on Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. It's not on our website yet. Yeah. But it but will be. It will be. That's right. As soon as some people get to work. Awesome. After this show. Well, you've got a lot of people out of pocket. That's, that's, that's right. right that's right. And you're out of pocket for them being out of pocket. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, once again, I want to thank you guys for no, the thank opportunity. You for, thank you for thank having you for us being here. Absolutely. And uh, we love having you guys here in the booth. This is fun. We're yeah. having a blast. Absolutely. Thank you, Todd, for coming in. Yeah, thank, and thank you for you having me. And your my wallet is coming out. <laughs> we're we're going to go. I think right you are going to go out here and make a deal right <laughs> out there. Let's make a deal, Bob Barker. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. We're going to uh, we're going to take a short short break. We're not killing the live. Got a couple commercials and all that. We're going to take a quick break. We'll bring the next. Uh, group of guests in and we'll be back in i would say chuck will are two and two but it might be about four and four i don't know something like that bursa has been a leading manufacturer for over 60 years at bursa they understand that your safety is non-negotiable and that's why they've crafted a line of exceptional firearms that redefine excellence their state-of-the-art manufacturing ensures every firearm is meticulously crafted to the highest standards guaranteeing reliability and accuracy when it matters most whether you're a seasoned professional or a first-time gun owner, Bursa has a perfect solution for your needs. From the sleek and compact Thunder Series, ideal for concealed carry, to the powerful and versatile BAR rifle, their range of firearms are designed for shooters who demand excellence in performance and design. Join the community of those who trust Bursa, a brand synonymous with innovation and quality. Their commitment to safety and precision has made them a trusted choice for law enforcement agencies and responsible gun owners alike. Visit Bursa.com to explore their full range of firearms and make every shot count. And we are back. We are back. Welcome back, guys. We've got a whole new set of the, the casting couch is much different now. We got some pretty girls. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty guys here. Clover feels a little bit probably uh, intimidated or uncomfortable. He's in a room with three jarheads. Oh, I'll go get some cats if I need. So, we already yeah. established that. <laughs> well, that uh, depends on the cats, right? <laughs> that's, that's true. This is true. Uh, so we're going to bring in our new guest, and we're going to start first with the, our good friend. Uh, man, 24 years, 28, 20, 26 months, 26 months. 26 month uh retired um man this guy this guy's uh marsoc he is written manuals for marsoc communications and everything else uh been around the world twice and uh is a great great friend of mine from Riker USA we have Ron Holmes you guys are familiar with the channel for my channel you know all about the Riker grip the Riker sling uh and everything else right there and it's amazing um but you're not just involved with the gear side of things. You've got a little softer uh, educational side as well. I want to bring Ron in. He's going to talk a little bit at Riker and a special project that he's, he's going this summer as well. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, 
thanks for having me. Thanks yeah. for, you know, I'm glad I could, you know, how SHOT Show gets. But yeah. uh, we're real excited with everything we've been doing with the, the grip and everything still moving forward. We are going to get into some R&D on some other things down the road. But uh, we are with also, just pull that up, Mitchell Defense. And Absolutely. I know you're familiar with them. Nathan was on so, yesterday, guys. Yeah, so Nathan was on yesterday, veteran-owned company. We met at NRA last year, and we have been joined at the hip. And uh, we are taking applications for our TJL, which is the Tactical Justice League. And we are force multiplying, you know, at vendor shows and everything. So Breaker USA, we, you know, this is our, uh, our flagship product. We got the controls built into the grip. And um, it's just uh, speed, accuracy, and stability all improved. And you guys have seen all that before. Absolutely. Uh, but I'll tell you that what, what Trey was alluding to, the one thing that I, I, I started, I ran a pilot camp last year for kids. And we as parents, as veterans, as community leaders, we have failed to lead our children. We have failed to set our country up with the next generation of warrior. And when I say warrior, I don't mean special operations veteran. I don't mean, you know, infantryman kicking in the door. I mean, the person who's going to stand up with their faith, you know, before God and the American flag and defend our constitution and, and, you know, what it means to be an American. And we have failed. We have allowed the government to hijack our kids. So we're always taught, don't come at me with a problem unless you have a solution. So that's a problem. The solution is I'm going to correct the course, how I'm going to invest in the kids. I'm going to start creating assets out, at, out of what has previously been looked at as a liability. Mm, love it. I'm taking six-year-olds. Last summer at the summer camp last year, I had three six-year-olds jacking up a car and changing a tire. Teamwork. Three six-year-olds. Think about the think about that. Three kids in the car coming home from soccer practice, get a flat tire, mom hits their head or whatever. Mom's not strong enough to do it. Three kids can get out of the car and jack the car up. They learn how to do seatbelt cutting and restraint breaking, break out of a trunk, situation awareness is key in this. Medical, the medical, these kids are doing field expedient tourniquets, field expedient splints. They were they know how to treat a snake bite. Um, they had a day of learning how to throw cast nets, sailing, riding with the Coast Guard archery camp. Um, then we went to the municipalities. They learned how to, then we went to the 911 call center. We hung out with the ERT guys and we hung out the fire department. We did a day of situation awareness, self-defense. So not teaching a style, yep. but teaching a little six, seven-year-old little boy, little girl, go for the soft tissue area mm-hmm. and, and lease. But we didn't want them just like, okay, okay, I'm done. I got away. We put little objects around the room that they all saw. So once they broke away from the fight, I'm like, okay, go find a little dinosaur. So now I'm hitting cognitive, right? Yep. We're hitting them on multiple levels. Mm-hmm. The camp has a progression. Uh, we did six to 15 last year. Or, uh, we did six to 11 last year. We're doing uh, the day camp is six to nine. And then the 10 to 15 year old camp is four days, three nights of camping. So we're not going to do so much of the municipality stuff, but now we're going to teach them how to set up a bivouac. I said that the other day and the guy was looking at me. He's like, what did you just say? Set up campsite. (laughs) And then we're going to teach them how to set up like perimeter security. And then we're going to include nav navigation and archery land navigation to find somebody medical. We can teach them how to make a litter. Uh, an expedient litter. We're going to teach them all of these things. Yep. Now, the thing that we do different than a lot of other camps, our camp is, it does come with a price tag. Sure. But we are really investing into the kids. The, when the kids show up to the camp, they get a, it's a, it's a gear issue. Day one, they show up and everything is laid out and they go down the line, just like boot camp with the yep. tub, walking down. Absolutely. They get $400 plus worth of equipment. They get a backpack. They get a compass. They keep it. They keep it. That's amazing. They get a headlamp. And now, and can I cuss? 
Absolutely. <laughs> okay. They're not getting any like that, like knockoff, like shit. Shit. From, it's the like, real Walmart. stuff. Yeah. No, no. I'm getting like, they get black diamond headlamps. They get Deuter. Uh, right now it's a Deuter backpack. They're getting, <laughs> dude, they're getting my medic med kits, my medic compass. Fantastic. They're getting nice. um, black beard fire start. Those are my boys right there. Yeah. Um, Rescue me seatbelt cutters, which we partnered with also. You know, they're getting a not And I know book. you're big on working with veteran owned, veteran So many veteran owned companies, companies that are amazing. stepping up to this. And my veteran community in Wilmington, North Carolina, helped me get to this point. Yeah. Now, I can't I can't go any forward without saying that Don Verity is a, is a very good friend of mine. He owns Clean Eats. Mm. If you guys aren't familiar with Clean Eats, it's a healthy prepackaged meal thing that, uh, you know, company. They have 100 stores. They're in almost every single state in the country. They started in Wilmington, North Carolina. Wow. Two years ago, they started the Clean Eats Foundation, and they have a 190-acre farm 30 minutes outside of Wilmington. Don and I were talking about this at an event we are at uh, last February, and he offered the farm up to me. And really? he said, he said yes. So our, our website is Life Skills USA, but skills is with a Z because Clean Eats is E-A-T-Z. So, gotcha. Respect. Absolutely. Right? Um, so the camp is, um, we, we are in our infancy. We are still learning a lot. Uh, but everybody that comes on board has to have that, has the understanding that the thing that is, is it will not change is, is God, family, country. So we start it. every day with a prayer, the pledge allegiance, and then we get down to business all day. We, it's integrated camp. So we have boys and girls. Yep. And it says that in our sign up thing, little boys, little girls, two genders, you know, and if you don't, if our values don't align with yours, we respect that. Yep. And this isn't a camp for you. This isn't the but camp. But these the kids, the little boys are learning to be men. That's right. They're holding the door. Ladies go first. Always. Always, always, always. And if it's not, then we have to make polite, immediate corrections. Um, but it's the whole thing is to teach confidence, to teach leadership. That when these kids leave the camp, they can see that backpack in the house and they know when they go on a bike ride with their friends and they go with their family, it's their superpower. Yep. They know that, like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good You're in any your situation. Own Justice League. I am. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. We're going to come back real quick and talk with Ron about some more stuff right here. Uh, real quick, we're going to bring Chris in. Yeah, let's do it. Well, first thing I got to say is after <laughs> listening to Ron, that's like the most inspirational thing I could have heard today. And it just amazing. makes you want to go out and change the world. So, Ron, first and foremost, thank you. That is very inspirational, and that's hard to top. So, well, we're um, gonna try. This is Chris Winnipeg from HRT. <laughs> another Devil Dog, but uh, I've been working with Chris uh, for several years. Now we met. I don't know four oh years my gosh, ago. You, we talked. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, and your and your board. Your yes. Okay, we're yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you, no, yeah. No, I, I'm sorry. I, I thought that's you were connected. I was to interrupt. Yeah, now I remember. No, I thought y'all were already connected. <laughs> I was like, yes. maybe I'm mistaken. <laughs> It didn't work out on that time, but I think there's things that we can work on Absolutely. in the future to help yeah. out with Rikers and possibly them help out with us. And that's the interesting thing with this industry is when you seal off all your doors to try to say, hey, look, I'm only concentrated on my company, yeah. then it's not giving you the opportunity to expand because a lot of companies can be regional. And if you want to go global or national, you can't do it on your own. There has to be someone helping you along the way. And I think that's something that a lot of companies may forget, but that's why it's good about creating relationships. Um, so as far as what HRT is doing, we're really trying to move more towards an EDC style. We're also staying with the tactical side as well. Um, we've worked with a lot of different companies, uh, trying to support them to the best of our ability, 
but we still are a small company. So we do have certain limitations on things that we can do, but we're trying to grow. And as we grow, we're trying to reach out with other companies and help them as they help us and create those strong bonds with a good business relationship, but also a good peer relationship. But on to what Ron was saying, as we grow, we're also trying to help with other things. Like uh, there's a individual by the name of Barrett Falbush. He goes to Africa quite frequently. So he continually comes to us. He's like, hey, can we get a little bit of funds so that we can fund these trips to dig wells? Um, so I agree with Ron, if you have a company, find something so you can give back to the community. And when we look at places, and I don't know if Ron, you ever had any chance to go to Africa? It's one of the worst places on the planet, the especially worst once you get place. a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. the so, worst place in the world, in my But opinion. there's still good people there, and water is an essential component. So just helping those people actually be able to get fresh water, that's definitely something that, yeah. you know, they deserve. So, Yeah, and, and I love the fact, like you said, and I love the point you said that companies need to be responsible to be part of the community. And, and it, it, the worst case, find something, one thing one project to help fund if you can't help a bunch at least help one and all that and i think that's what you know the veteran-owned communities the veteran-owned businesses i think that there's we talk about that all the time but i think that that is part of the extension of the brotherhood that we left and we keep that mentality and say look we're going to take care of our own if we take care of our own then they'll maybe help foster the sheep that aren't willing or able to take care of themselves that kind of like you said being leader in communities you know, that's kind of what we've been taught to do in our life and in our lifestyles and all that is take on that leadership role. And I think the fact that being able to work with other veteran-owned companies and veteran-owned organizations is so important because they're the ones that are that are willing to take that first step. They're the ones willing to do that. Good. Uh, Ron, real quick, back to Ron just for a second. We got a question out there. Uh, website contact for the, for the camp. Yeah. Uh, we'll put that up on the screen. Yeah. Read it. Need to read it. Life, off, uh, LifeSkillsUSA.com. That's skills with a Z. All the Instagram is LifeSkillsUSA, uh, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, we do have a TikTok page, but I, uh, to be honest, I have absolutely no idea how to work it. <laughs> You're not if, alone. You, if you search life I, skills, it'll probably pop up. Yeah. Right? Was, let's make sure it's life skills. Yes. And we got that QR code on the back. But yeah. Okay. Uh, and then uh, uh, for Chris over there with HRT, um, just just to clarify, I mean, I've seen you know your booths at shows and some other stuff, but what products are we talking about with you guys for those out there that maybe listen? Well, just to give an idea, we did come out with some handhelds for this year. We took the heads based off of the AWS system. We had a Mark III and a Mark VI. So we took those two options and we came out with an 18650 body and an 18350 body. We have a good relationship with Therm. Therm. Uh, we use their clips as well as their switchback systems. So that's one thing that we're bringing to market this year. Um, we're also bringing some EDC type stuff. Um, something that's not going to be super expensive, but affordable, but it's going to be useful. So we did bring out a windbreaker. We know in 2024, we're also going to be bringing out a new plate carrier. Uh, we also have the new X harness and we've got our recce rig that we're trying to get to market, but we still want to get that industry feedback. And that's kind of what shot is. Yeah. It's something like this, like the four of us sitting in a room networking, having a chance to have a discussion. 
but it's also from the product component is getting that feedback from people that do come to the booth and saying, hey, have you thought about this? Have you thought about this? Because if it's six, seven guys in a room, that's fine. You can take your individual experiences. But at the end of the day, is it going to sell to the market? Right. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've got a little bit of time left. So uh, is there some extra products, Ron? Anything else that you want to talk about as far as products or any more about the camps or anything? Uh, well, I mean, we've got, you know, the Riker Control, single yep. lead light, single lead laser. Single lead light still is a um, um, Surefire tail cap. Single lead laser is the L3 crane type connector. We have found that to be extremely versatile. Yep. So it's not just for like the packs, like the hollow sun, the three to one, the three to one combos that they yep. have. Take, they run off the crane type connector. Well, we also found a connector for streamline. No, no, no. You, <laughs> you. And you told me. Yeah. And, I, and every time I videoed, I, I make sure to let to, to give right. the credit. Uh, but you can actually, if you run a streamline yep. and you want to run the Riker control with the Surefire thing, Z-Bolt, I Z just recently found, yep. they make the Ariaska adapter. So you can put okay. this adapter on the back of the um, the Streamlight. Then you can put your Surefire tail cap in there. And now you can run your Streamlight with the Riker Which control. Which is what I do with my Riker control. Yes. Now, uh, I, it's, the poor man's, it's the poor man's way to do it. This light is, I think this light's like 600 bucks. Yeah. Right? Uh, you can do the Streamlight with the two adapters. For I think it was I figured it out it was like uh, two hundred and five dollars. Like, yeah, like right around like two hundred five. That includes the light. Wow. Yeah, that includes yeah, that's the, the light. light. The two adapters. That's include pretty the grip, impressive, right? But the money you save on doing that, you buy, can the, buy grip. the grip. So buy a couple. Um, we have. We, I'll tell you, we did a limited limited run on version two of the Riker Sling. Yeah. In God's Flat, M eighty one, and we there are a few left. There are uh, some. There left? are a few left. Oh yes. wow. Yes, and I'm not going to say. What our next limited run might be, but if you were in a Gulf War, then you can figure that out. Um, Am I getting hungry here? Yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah. We're just waiting. We are just waiting. But uh, but I don't have a date on that, so who knows? Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, just still driving forward. I uh, I will say that um, uh, roundabout way, it, it's odd how it happened, but uh, Roman and I, Roman from Mirror Safety, the gas mask company. We are going to start filming at the end of February. We're going to be doing um, probably about four times throughout the month. They we're creating Mirror University. Really, and we are That's going. Cool. We are going to be doing training videos, pistol, rifle with the gas mask. We're going to be doing long run, talking about things to take into consideration with with kit, without kit, all these other stuff. But we're also going to get away from guns, and then we're going to get into preparedness, uh, vehicle like stuff. So think, say you come up, you know, because I'm saying we talked about this. I said. You know, everybody's like, well, all my clients, when do you think something's going to happen? I'm like, nothing. If anything's going to happen, it's not going to be the end of April. Why April? I was like, because because there are no peaceful protests when it's 30 degrees outside and there's snow on the ground. Like, (laughs) let's be real. Right. Right. And then and then and then and then the third week of June, it's going to stop because no one's going to piece of protest when it's 105 degrees. That's right. So So you got about a 60 day window. Yes. Right. (laughs) So say you're coming up on a peaceful protest and law enforcement's there and tear gas has been deployed. Well, you're you're. Your filters in your vehicle don't filter right. that out. So if you're if you live a prepared lifestyle and you have a gas mask per person in your vehicle, you can don your mask and you'll be able to exit out of there without any any additional you know yeah. you know pain caused to you. And suddenly you hadn't you had a legal right to be. Now it's, it's all chaotic. Right. We're also going to be doing a lot with the kids. So the Mira, yeah. I'm not sure if you know this, but Mira has a variety of kids. I didn't um, know that. Kids yeah, size mask, mask, size mask, but a hood. 
version oh, and wow. everything. Cool. So we're actually going to incorporate this into the camp. Oh, nice. So what we're going to do is we're going to do some training videos. You them to the chamber? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. no. So we're going to teach the kids how to don the mask, but then we're going to run scenarios. So then we're going to have them, like, we have a little house out there. So we have them in the bed. Okay, it's nighttime. Boom, fire. So they're going to get up, don the mask, yep. grab a fire extinguisher, grab a flashlight. Now they're going to have to, like, stop at the bathroom, wet a towel, and go rescue their, like, their baby brother. Love it. And now, again, going into that self-resilient, like, youth, that little leader, that asset, right, and situationally aware, and using their gas mask, to get them off off the X, right? Absolutely. So then what we'll do is then we're going to go, we'll, we'll get them up to the next phase where we turn the lights yeah. up and throw a smoke grenade in. That's and amazing. Now, yeah, so, and the thing is, it's like, one of the things that, there's a lot of inspiration, but one of the things that led me to the camp was Uvalde. Oh, yeah, My mind sure. had been, has been working on this. If you look at that, beyond those, those, those cops, those cowards who sat there for yep. 90 minutes and let those children die, had one of those nine-year-old kids been trained in thoracic, thoracic stop the bleed. Yeah. Right. They could have prolonged life. Why yeah. are we not? Why are we not doing that? Why? Why is stop the bleed not being taught to kids? We put together a medical program, progression program that starts in fourth grade, and laid it out that would take these kids in a in a school system all the way through high school, so that when these kids graduate high school, they're going to graduate high school with a high school diploma. And an EMT certification. That's awesome. I right. love that. We took it to the public school board. And one, we would have to select the right kids because we wouldn't want to trigger anybody. <laughs> well, this this program is designed to raise victors out of victimhood mentality. So the, the trigger process, it doesn't exist. Yeah. It's a made-up term. Stop enabling fear. Yeah. And start empowering strength. I love right? it. So it basically came down to well, we'd have to do a beta test. We'd have to bring in an independent person, and then we're like, we're like, this isn't happening. Yeah, you know. So that's kind of one of the things that's like fuel this. This is why medical. We do medical every day. We do yeah. land nav every day in the camp. There's kids that learn how to start fires every single day. Well, I love the side about land nav because that, that's kind of that's that's what was my expertise, and, and that's what we did. And we were talking about this the other night. You know, people have lost because their phone have lost the sense of direction in their lives. You, you, they can't go anywhere without well gps tells me to turn left which way is north i don't know so you know navigational skills just in general are, are missing in our kids and i think that's a great thing uh riker usa.com life skills usa usa the biggest thing is is you're also an instructor so they can find information about instruction on riker usa as well uh, there's a there's a training a, instruction a training tab instruction. on there, but if you want yeah. to hit me up about training, just DM me at instructor one O N E on Instagram. That. And if you know, then you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we talked about that. On, oh yeah. Go back to watch one of the old podcasts. <laughs> and Chris, uh, HRT Tactical Gear. Yeah, that is correct. That's right. Uh, check them out on Instagram. You guys are on Facebook, Instagram, and all that Facebook, stuff. Facebook, well. Instagram. We have our own YouTube as well. So. It's yeah, you'll see his his face on all the YouTube stuff. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm sorry. I don't mean to uh, break your glasses or anything like that. So, well, guys, I I, I am uh, proud to call you guys friends of mine, and uh, I love what you're doing. Thank you for everything, uh, Ron. I don't know how you do it, bro. Like I, I, we we talk, and I don't understand how many hats you can wear, <laughs> and you bring the fucking energy every second. So I love you for that. Uh, thank you for what you're doing, and thank you for taking the next step in the community as well. Guys, we're going to be back in a few minutes with another casting couch call. And now we're going to hurt some more cattle. And we got anything before we go? 
Oh, uh, that's all. Thanks, to, thanks to both of you. Coming on, great conversation. Enjoyed well, thank you, thanks to Ron. It. This was absolutely a pleasure for me to sit down with you guys. Absolutely, we'll be back in a few minutes, guys. In a world where mental health is often overlooked, one organization is leading the charge. Walk the Talk America, a force for change, breaking down stigmas, and fostering conversations that matter. At Walk the Talk America, they believe in the power of dialogue to reshape the narrative surrounding mental health. Their mission is simple but profound, to bridge the gap between mental health and firearms, because they understand that the real change starts with understanding, empathy, and open conversation. Tune into their groundbreaking podcast, Guns and Mental Health, where experts, advocates, and survivors share their stories and insights. It's not just a podcast, it's a movement towards a more compassionate and informed society. Join them as they organize events, workshops, and outreach programs to build a community that supports mental health without judgment. Join me in in supporting Walk the Talk America and visit their website, walkthetalkamerica.org, to be part of the change. All right, back for the third segment of day two at Shot Show. So uh, another casting couch. We have some pretty pretty beards. Really, uh, this is not John Lovell. I know uh, you guys might think this John. Hey, we could have got we, all we kinds of views. We could have put them on the let's say John Lovell and people. Go, oh my God, that's my hashtag. Is not John not- Lovell. That should be your hashtag. That'd be awesome. That should be your Instagram. Not we've John got, Lovell. We got. We got. We've not got, John Lovell official. <laughs> we've got maybe John Lovell. Maybe. And maybe Sasquatch. And maybe Sasquatch. <laughs> so, wonderful third segment. Why don't you introduce Mark for us? <laughs> we've, got, uh, we've, got, we've got Mark with Uberx in the house, who uh, we've known for, for quite some time. Um, if you're not familiar with, with Uberx, Mark's particularly all about it. So, uh, take it away. I don't know. What, oh, yeah, who you are, what you do. You hunt. You're a redneck. You're a hillbilly. Yeah, pretty much. It sums it up. Uh, he do. lives in Arkansas, so that's all you had to say. Yeah, that's, right. that's true. I yeah. do wear <laughs> shoes on occasion. <laughs> but, uh, Not all of our family trees go straight up in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what I'm doing now, I started off doing Rex in the warehouse, a retired teacher, didn't like teaching, and then worked in the social media, and then now I I'm do the uh, e-commerce side. Yeah. So our directs to consumer sales. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And as far as Umarex, the product line, yeah, right. you know, roughly broad. We'll speak yeah, more broadly. Specific. We do everything there is to do with air. Air related. Yeah. 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 So BB guns, uh, airsoft guns, stuff that you can kill, case buffalo with, you know, everything in between. Yeah, including one really cool thing we've seen at Rain's Day, I'm sure yeah. we'll talk about. It oh, yeah. has to do with water and fishing. Uh, but y'all have the things that sling arrows. you got the bolt. Uh, with the saber, the arrow, yeah, rifles, air saber, I guess you're calling. Yeah. You've got the non-lethal options. That's right, yeah, which is brand new for the year. We've got a very innovative product this year that we just released right. here. Right, just a, a lot of uh, a lot of cool stuff. What I really love about Umarex, and I think this is one of the great things, when you guys are making airsoft, whether it's an HK VP9 or a Glock or whatever, you guys make them to spec, even to the weight, so where yeah. they can be used. People talk about dry firing. Well, with Airsoft or BB, you can train with an Umarex gun that fits your holster. Mm-hmm. It has the same weight. You can train with it, shoot it indoors or whatever. Yeah. And I think that brings a whole nother value to uh, practicing and training at home. 
Yeah, and you can shoot your homies with it too if you go to the airsoft. <laughs> Seriously. So there's a lot of talk about uh, house of worship security. You know, absolutely. And, and so you, you active shooter situation. Uh, <laughs> that's the only way that you can get. Yeah, the two way range is the one that where you learn. Oh yeah. And, and so airsoft is a great tool. Paintball or dust ball products that we have are great ways for. Proper, well. proper protective year in uh, play, of course. Recommended. Highly. Recommended highly, yes, yes, yes. The disclaimer came quickly. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. And there's, you know, a lot of people don't know this. I know you talked about it previously on, on the podcast and stuff before, is uh, kind of the hassle and stuff, so to speak, the licensing and the stuff that make all that happen is also an issue. That's right. It's a big thing. So, you know, we our company's based in Europe, uh, so we we instantly had partners with H&K and Walmart. Uh, and we've developed Beretta through the years. And the big one that we picked up a few years back was was with Glock. So we're the only people in the North American that can sell Glock licensed product. Take that. Take All that. Companies. Take that. No, and I love, like I said, and then they're great products. Um, the coolest thing, one of the coolest things, we're going to talk about what you did the other day. One of the coolest things I've ever shot of any kind of system was the double barreled saber arrow thing that was just at the uh in in, in alabama talladega a couple of years ago yeah i literally like said a bad word when i shot like i was like oh shit this is unbelievable um that is the coolest thing i've ever shot and then you got to shoot something really really cool on monday yeah range day uh you guys always bring it at range you day do. you, you, you do. have something cool that it, it, the way the booth is set up whatever so we walk over the hill you got to realize the layout of range day of course but we walk over the Kind of go up and over a hill to get the second part, and that's where Umarex usually is. Yeah, right there at the front. And we and there's a swimming pool, a swimming pool at Range Day. And it's like, what in the world? And it's cold and rainy. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and uh, it's time for my yearly bath. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's true. And uh, it was. It might have been big enough to hold you to take a bath. To be honest, it might have been. And uh, anyway, so uh, I want you to talk about it, of course, a little bit here, but. Uh, it was the best way I can describe it. If you're familiar with the, uh, I think it's the air javelin. It's the, I think it's the one it is. Yeah. Uh, it is a, a bow fishing rig, if you will. Um, and it's an air javelin with a reel on it. Or, it's got, or, a, or a, way it's to got attach a reel. A reel. Yeah, bow fishing is hot right now. There's a lot of invasive species out there. And people are just going, you know, tournaments and all sorts of stuff. A lot of action in that ring. And uh, when we developed these air gun arrow products, that was one of the first things. When we can we put an arrow on this and go fishing with it? And so we figured it out and uh, and made it happen. Let's make it happen. Why yeah. not, guys? Yeah, we got this javelin. Let's make it for fishing. Yeah. Paint it blue. Put yeah, a reel on blue. it. We're good. Add some string. We're good. That's know? essentially the story. That's how it developed. Yeah. Right. Right. And by the way, um, there were no actual fish harm at your booth. Was that booth. a gar? That was a, like a blow-up? or a <laughs> Yeah, it was, a, it was a foam gar. A gar. Foam I think it looked like a gar. Now, yeah. Clover did hit it, by the way. I was impressed. Did I hit it? I, I think you did. Maybe not. I, I mean, don't know. I was trying to blow I did, you up it there. was only because Mark told me how to aim. No, he said aim it low, and Yeah, and did. I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, next up. Next up, we got, uh, you guys were familiar, obviously, with Walk and Talk America, uh, bridging the gap between firearms and mental health. You guys met Mike and Jake yesterday. We got several guys coming in. Right now we have DB from uh, Oregon, correct? Oregon. Oregon yeah. in your uh, – I, I, I always get the terminology messed up. So 
I'm going to go ahead and let you tell you what you do up in Oregon and how you're involved with, with Block Talk America. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm on the advisory board with Block to Talk America. I'm a licensed professional counselor trained as a psychologist. And so I practice in the realm of, you know, therapy, psychotherapy. Yeah. I always don't know psychologist, psychiatrist. I always get those mixed up. One I don't want to fear anybody. One prescribes medicine and the other doesn't. That's exactly okay. right. Psych- right. Psychiatrist is a medical doctor focused in prescribing medication. Okay, I got you. Psychologists are doing other things. You're worried on the therapy itself, probably. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, Walk yeah. to Talk America, as you're probably familiar with Mike and, and Jake in here. So, connecting mental health and firearms owners without the concern of you know, firearms restrictions without the two-way infringement side of things. So we are gun-toting therapists who are two-way supporting. That's our bag. And, you know, in fact, we've worked for years and years to get folks connected, particularly the mental health community, how to train them to be more firearm savvy. They don't have they don't have to be, you know, firearms owners, but at least to be conversant in that and to not be, you know, opposed to the, to the community. Absolutely. So at least as a starting place. What we found over years is just they're not, they're not particularly interested in that. And so for years and years, we've been reaching out, providing these trainings and certification opportunities, continuing ed. We all have to do this year after year, continuing ed courses. What we learned is we just need to kind of get get mental health clinicians out of the firearms closet. And a few have shooken out and shown up, become part of that community, but not enough. Not enough yeah. to provide the resources to talk about tough stuff. And so back in November, I think it was, Mike Sodini kind of tapped me on the shoulder and said, all right, we not all of us are national. There's not enough of us. And so he said, what can you do? You know, we're all busy. And so I launched two a mental health. It's kind Love of my, it. my shirt, my jam here today Two a mental health going national in terms of coaching. Not everything that we need to talk about is a, is a disorder is a diagnosis. Some of it's just life stuff, stuff yeah. stuck sometimes. It and does. it doesn't mean that you have depression or if you do, that's okay too. It doesn't mean that the second amendment doesn't cover you. And so Two A Mental Health Coaching is all about. Let's talk about the stuff of life. This doesn't have to be a counselor, you know, client relationship. This can be just two guys who like a guy and a gal who like, you know, fire shooting guns, shooting shooting a double barreled <laughs> javelins with a real system. Amazing. <laughs> I haven't done that yet. Just but. a guy standing by a gal, standing by a guy, standing acting by a like gal, another guy, acting like <laughs> a guy, shooting at targets, shooting at targets and gar yeah the point so is apparently in America. Yeah. You, know, you need a tribe you need a community around you yeah. you need people who got your back and sometimes yeah. sometimes stuff gets really dark it does and, and it gets dark again that's just life it doesn't mean that we need to come in heavy or that we should have the access to do that we need to just kind of put an arm around the shoulder sometimes have that eye to eye and say yeah. are you doing all right right and it's okay if you're not it's yeah. we're all going to be there Right. And so two A mental health, you know, coaching is all about that. WTTA is all about that. Yeah, and, and I love you brought up the fact that uh, one of the big missions is understanding. I had this talk with Jake yesterday, and it's really proud to see the evolution of the last four, five, six years of not only breaking the barrier between firearms and mental health and being able to talk about it without being the red flag. Right? It's uh, no pun intended. Um, but also the fact that therapists are now okay with coming out if you will and saying i can be a doctor i can be a therapist and still like to provide uh protection for my family or you know what 
shooting sports or just like being a gun owner. And it's okay to do both. You know, it's interesting because, you know, for those who came up a few years ago, that was, it was controversial, but now if you're coming up, it's adversarial. So if you're working with a clinician and you're thinking, ah, these, these counselors are bad guys, you got to recognize that we're under fire literally for our licenses in this. And so if you're an attorney, if you're a medical doctor, if you're a counselor, this stuff is hitting us hard. They're, they're going after our livelihoods as well. And yeah. so it, it really, it's a really big deal for us to be stepping forward in this. And we all recognize that we are, we're stepping into the line of fire to be providing these services with two way behind us. Mm-hmm. We do it because we believe in it. So we all recognize if you're familiar with Jordan Peterson, you know, he's in Canada. So that's a whole different a set whole, of laws, yeah. but ultimately it was, it was his freedom of speech that, took him not down because he's doing pretty darn well for himself. But mm. as a, as a psychologist, he spoke things that they didn't want to hear and they took him out yeah. on the license level. He's got to go to mandatory, you know, social media training and all that. And now, thankfully, um, thank the founders. We have a far stronger set of first and second amendment protections, right. but we all recognize that's on the firing line every day. Oh yeah. So there are supports out there, mental health guys, gals who are willing and active in the community yeah but it's dangerous for them to, to actually come out yeah. yeah um while you uh well a swap i guess we can swap db and, and maybe for it's, eddie or eddie coming in or brandon who's um, going in? okay and while while you guys do that and you watch live of course uh real quick for mark and don't uh, worry eddie will not moon the camera today so <laughs> he won't moon that. us yeah yes um real quick <laughs> with the umarex lineup um hunting competition Recreate just general recreation target shooting. Where's the majority you think of those customers for MRX fall? The the bulk majority of ours is in the replica air guns. Okay. So, and, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's just where we are in those names that are recognizable through those licensed brands. Right. Gotcha. Um, but through do, the you, PCP, do you think there's an increasing market in the honey? Because it's oh, absolutely, like it it's growing exponentially. Yeah. Uh, the PCP air gun market is eclipsing nearly the spring power or traditional area right. market yeah. right now. Gotcha. Yeah. Business wise, I, mean, I don't even know if it's it's worth talking about, but yeah. airsoft versus BB versus is is I know you guys are busy in all of them, but is yeah. is one dominate the other or I, mean, I don't even know what that, that game is like in America. Yeah, it's it's all over the place. I, I really don't either. No, I know yeah. that airsoft in terms of our company, it's like Fewer guys are doing that. And those okay, guys sure. know the heck out of what they're. But talking I know about. airsoft is, is a thing is it's, growing crazy. It, it really is, and so there's there's not just dudes who are playing airsoft. And right. It's not just the kids in your neighborhood, but there are professionals who are adopting it for training purposes. Well, is it? I don't, I don't know this, but I want to say Olympic shooting is airsoft. Is it not? No, is that's it not? a ten meter. Pellet. It's pellet. Oh, it's pellet. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, pellet. I, okay. I didn't know if it was airsoft or pellet, but yeah. but it, it's it's air. I mean, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Like, so yeah, for a long time. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got from Woke Talk America. We've Welcome got Eddie. Eddie, Eddie. like I, I said, mean, you see the other side of Eddie yesterday. Oh, they yeah, might, might have liked the back half. Literally, well, you know. Right. Now we'll bring you in. Go ahead. That was literally yesterday. What you call a teaser? A, a <laughs> teaser. Yes. That was the uh, side only a mother could love. Uh, <laughs> and the wife. And the wife. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> Uh, anyway, bring you in here and, and kind of talk about your role and, and, and how you interact with Walk Talk America and all that as well. So I'm one of the big competition guys. I, um, my 
DB was saying you kind of had to came out of the quals. I, I slammed that door wide open in college. I was very open about um, I did 10 years of fire EMS. So I was always about, hey, shooting saved my life. And like I, I have, I'm open about this out there. Uh, guns literally saved my life. I had a shotgun in my mouth ready to pull the trigger from PTSD. And it came from not being able to get back into shooting life. And I had a friend. Can I cuss on this podcast? Absolutely. I had a friend tell me he called me as the gun was in my mouth and said, if you pull that trigger, I'm beating the shit out of your corpse. And he came over, he got me, took me to the range, got my, got my head right, got me, talked me into going back into counseling, ended up killing my career in EMS, but sure. it, it landed me where I am now, but it, and getting back into competition shootings would save my life. I mean, it's, it's been pretty good. I shoot for team USA on the muzzleloading side now. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, wow. I, I I don't. Even, I didn't. I didn't know that. That's that's amazing. Uh, and I know that you talked about the competition side, and and that is a facet of the firearm community that a lot of people don't think about. But you're talking about the mental health side of not just with firearms, but your mental health was gotten so bad that it wasn't just the shooting that was taken away. You were going to take everything away yeah. from you. And then everything and, I've done so far would have been firearms also helped bring your life yeah. back on track. Which I think is amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the everyone like, you know, WTTDA, we stand to try to reduce negative outcomes with guns. But, like, I mean, we, if we in this room all know that shooting guns is fun. Yep. yep. It, it is hunting is fun. I mean, how I'm going to go out there and say killing stuff can be fun when it comes to hunting. Like, all the, every, anything when it comes to like evolving a gun, people have pleasure. They get Absolutely. pleasure with Eating what you kill yeah, is often delicious. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I mean, I got two chest freezers at home that are stupid. <laughs> and I'm a big guy. So I'm a big boy. I do love to eat what I hunt. <laughs> but I mean, like, guns in itself is fun and, yeah. it, and it, it is good for your mental health to do what's fun. And the, what are the things that, like, when it comes to shooting, especially the competition side, like, when I teach my clients how to have self-control and better, yep. like, um, dealing with the depression, anxieties, all this stuff is the same lessons I teach someone right. when I'm teaching them to shoot. Trigger control, breathing control, pushing out the elements of, like, the distractions. What I can teach someone for mental health is the same thing I teach my top shooters on my team how to win. That's awesome. Cool. Want to, uh, want to switch out again? Yep. Well, Brandon, we well, got... Uh, while we're doing that, Mark, um, non-lethal, we mentioned non-lethal earthing with, with Umarex. Yeah. What are some, and funny, we go from killing things to non-lethal. Not lethal, yeah. But there yes. are times segue, and places. by the way. You're are, a, you are a master at segue. There are times and places, and, <laughs> yeah. and this is the one. So for those non-lethal options, what are sure. some options that so Umarex We has? do have some, some products that shoot the non-lethal products, both two handguns and, uh, and one like a shotgun device. Oh, okay. And we got a gel gun, too. But the, the big announcement at the show was in terms of the ammunition. So we're using oh. a, a steel core ball ammo. Core oh. defense is the name of it. Okay. And so it gives you what you didn't have before in pepper ammo is that's accuracy and more power. Oh. Uh, so our in this product, that has 7% PAVA. So it's a higher than most other pepper products. Well, wow. so it hits hard and it hits hard. So the steel ball is inside of Yeah, it's general. perfectly centered inside of the capsule. Wow, okay. And so when it hits a, a surface, the steel ball is still moving and it will break open. Even if you're wearing like a soft down coat, yeah. it's going to break. Wow. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty incredible. That's very incredible. Works in all brands. Uh, Sixty. Sounds caliber. like someone much smarter than I came up with that idea. There was some smart people behind <laughs> it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. Cool. All right. Let's go. All right. So we're gonna bring in uh, from WTTA again, Brandon. Brandon, introduce yourself uh, and in your journey and in your walk with Walk Talk America. 
Absolutely. I didn't mean to say it that way. That's kind of cool. Your walk with Walk with Welcome America. I liked it. I dug yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, my name is Brandon Covey. I'm a licensed professional counselor out of Alliance, Ohio. Um, so I'm actually relatively new to the firearm world. Um, it was about four years ago. My Welcome. House. Thank you. <laughs> we we have cookies <laughs> and ammo. I love it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but about, no, about four years ago, my house got broken into and, um, you know, had nothing to protect myself. And that's when I got my first gun. And from there, I just fell in love with it. So I ended up doing a lot of, you know, research, watching, you know, different YouTubers and doing a lot of reading just about firearms to get myself more proficient. And I ended up coming across, you know, guns and mental health and me being a counselor. I was like, this seems pretty awesome. Yep. So I reached out to uh, Mike and Jake and um, eventually uh, Jake invited me to be on the podcast. And then now just- you're a mainstay. Yeah. Yeah. And I just kept kind of bugging them and saying, like, hey, man, I want to be a part of this. Like, what can I do to help out and take a bigger role in this? And they had me on the board now. So you know, like, if board. you haven't checked out the Guns and Mental Health podcast, phenomenal. And now you guys are starting to do some live streams, mm-hmm. uh, and which have, uh, we, you know, Clover and I are very much in there. Oh, yeah. Guns and Mental Health. Uh, but Clover and I are typically, if, we, if we're around or in that live, the, the chat room, mm-hmm. uh, you guys are doing a great job with that. And I love the fact that you bring on. Uh, a panel and different people from different aspects and all that. You've done a great job with that. Thank you. Yeah. It's a new thing that we started um, the live streaming that is, but yeah, and then we kind of took a new approach, um, you know, several months ago to where it, you know, was just Mike and Jake doing a lot of interview one-on-one interviews, which they are still doing that. But now we have the clinicians on there as well. And, you know, kind of talking about different things. So is that, is that to spread, hopefully spread um, the network, if you will, because I know there's, uh, you're trying to go nationwide, as DB said, yeah. um, trying to bring in and, and bring in more uh, people to understand that it's okay, come out, it's okay exactly. to be pro-gun and, you know, be part of the group and all that. Yes, exactly. And then, you know, also we do different teachings, you know, just uh, recently we did one on the stages of grief, we did some trauma stuff. Um, there's a lot of different uh, lessons we did. Uh, DB did one on existentialism, but a lot of it is we want to help people and, you know, kind of essentially keep them out of our office. Well, you want to work your way out of a job almost, exactly. you know, and that's, that's, that's a very selfless way of thinking about it mm-hmm. because if you do your job, then you won't have a job. Absolutely. And that's, okay. I guess that'd be a pretty good world, right? Yeah. And if, yeah. That's exactly the point. If the world was at that point, I'd be okay yeah. with that. I want to follow up on, on when you're telling your story, there's something you said that, it sounded weird to me, and maybe because I've been a firearm on my own life, my, my whole life, and so just overall mentality is completely different, right? My mm-hmm. process, thinking process. You said I got a firearm because I realized I didn't have anything in the house to protect myself. I paraphrase. Mm-hmm. And even if I did not have a firearm in the house, my mentality would go to kitchen knives, baseball bat. Mm-hmm. Were you thinking in that mindset at all? Or were you seriously thinking I had nothing in the house to protect myself? Or were you thinking fire? I was thinking specifically fire. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. There's something, there's something else that I could have used. And fortunately, I was not home when that happened. Yeah. Um, a lot of it, you know, kind of getting back into the mental health side of things. I was having a lot of nightmares after it happened. Like a lot of like the what could have happened. Oh, sure. oh yeah. And that's what really got me like, okay, like what if we were home and somebody came in and they were oh. armed, you know, we would be screwed. So that's kind of. Oh, what definitely. Yeah. Maybe, no pun intended. Pull Never trigger. bring a knife to a gunfight, right? You Absolutely. want you want to be in a defensive posture. You want to be overpowered. Absolutely. That's the entire point. Yeah, life's not life's not fair, and defensive measures shouldn't be right. So yeah, Yeah, you break you break (laughs) in and you want to do harm to myself, my family, my property. You're going to meet the overwhelming force of defense, (laughs) including including javelins. Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> with reels on with them. reels on them. Barbs and reels. He wants to shoot you and then bring it back so he can not. shoot you again. <laughs> 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 All right, let's do that again. <laughs> Marcus, uh, it's been wonderful. awesome to have you guys on. I want to give you, Mark, a few minutes for you to talk about websites, social media, since sure. you were social media for a while. But yeah. talk about where they can find you. They have more information that they want to find out about Umarex. I'll be as quick as I can here. But uh, first of all, just to relate to what you guys are talking about, I'm so yeah. thankful that this happened like it did because I found myself in need of counseling a few months ago. Uh, not to get too personal, but I was going through a divorce uh, uh, I was carrying way too much baggage oh, wow. and stuff in, yeah. in that. And so, like I said, not going to get too far into that, but I was so apprehensive about finding help. Um, or, or, or talking to anyone. Exactly. I didn't yeah. want to open my mouth and, and, and say certain things that I knew I wasn't going to be completely honest. And, and when I did find a counselor, it turns out he was a vet who had been some time over in the sandbox. And so I knew I was okay with him. And and that helped so much, and and that's why you know knowing what you guys are doing now and, and pushing that, great. Uh, for the meaningless part, Umarex USA uh, as a company, we got a lot of different brands: Elite Force, Prepare to Protect, uh, Axion Optics. Uh, but just uh, get to us. Just look up Umarex, Umarex USA. We'll take you to the United States, not the German side. Uh, Oh, I should yeah. speak German. Yeah. Or you just want to have fun. You exactly. know? It's, it's very <laughs> interesting to Those see the German look great. Das, <laughs> das Air Guns. Das Air Guns. <laughs> but yeah, we, we've, uh, we've got a much better dude doing social media now. So yeah, just look us up Instagram, all the usual places, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to squeeze all of the other ones in here? Yeah, no, just everybody in here. And while we're doing that, I want to bring up and say thank you to Mark for bringing up something. Because uh, we talk about this a lot about finding a therapist that maybe has similar ideals and morals. But you said something that's powerful that I, I never heard it said quite like that. You said, not only was I worried about talking about anything, I was worried that I wouldn't tell the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is something that, you know, if we don't trust who we're talking to, chances are we're not going to get the help we need because we're not willing to be 100% real. Yeah. That's, I never even thought about that. But you said that as like, you know, how many of us will talk to someone, but we're not going to tell everything. You'd be surprised you know? how many, um, you'd be surprised how many of our clients actually do that. It takes a lot to trust your therapist. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. it takes a lot to trust your friend. And it's, I mean, you're paying someone and like, it, it doesn't make sense not to be honest, but I mean, as a human, it's hard for us to open up and be honest. Absolutely. Uh, guys, collectively, I want you to go down the line, plug your own practices or whatever, and also walk the talk America, but talk about each individually for about a minute or so. Sure. Yeah. Um, I just work at an agency right now. It's called Phoenix Rising. It's in Alliance, Ohio. Uh, so that's what I do. Okay. Awesome. So I'm in the middle of changing out different practices and stuff. The easiest way to find me is Black Powder Therapist on Instagram. Oh, that's awesome. That <laughs> you is can, unbelievable. <laughs> you can follow all the competition stuff um, with the world championships in August. All my pictures and reports will be going up on there. Fantastic. Good luck, by the Thanks. way. And same for me, easy to find, uh, 2amentalhealth.com. That's at 2amentalhealth on Instagram, 2amentalhealth.com uh, on the webs. And yep. easy to find, and Dr. Ha- D.B. Palmer. And hashtag not, not, not John Lovell. Well, <laughs> hashtag, you need to change your hand or at least create Actually, a new Instagram. Not a John Lovell Just a official. new one. Just a new yeah. one. And when you go around, just take random pictures and just post them up. I hung out the Daniel Defense and USCCA, you know, just for, yeah. for a long time, just hoping I could have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Not John Lovell official. <laughs> <laughs> 
Exactly. Thank you guys, Mark. Uh, it's it's once again, you're a great friend, and, and and thank you for coming in and also opening up, you know, uh, about yeah. you because that awesome. that shows that everyone, no one's immune That's right. to uh, mm-hmm. uh, being a human being. Exactly. And thank you, to, uh, you guys, for all what you're doing, not just for Wealth Talk America, but for everyone that you're helping. Uh, your story is phenomenal. Good luck in the summer in the world champ. Thank you guys yeah. for being brave enough to come out and say, "Look, this is who we are. We're here to help. We're we're, we're here to for you know for you gun loving people as well." Thank so, you so much. Thanks for having us. Uh, yeah, thanks to to everybody today, and uh, don't forget out there we got tomorrow live shot show day three day three. Hey, it's going hey, hey. It's been a great shot show. It's. I heard someone say earlier record numbers. Is that have y'all heard that? I haven't heard anything yet. I, I just saw walking by, and, and yesterday people were talking. Well, it's a slow week. Hashtag I didn't think it say. was a slow. And then so like, well, I heard there's record numbers. Well, is either it's slow or is it record numbers? <laughs> I have no idea what to think. I don't think anybody it's been knows. A great shot show. Thank you to Bursa. Thank you to Walk the Talk America for allowing us to do this in their booth at Bursa. And uh, guys, get out there and uh, check out Umrex. Check out Walk the Talk America. Check out. Uh, Riker USA, check out HRT Tactical, check out uh, Recon Sniper Foundation, and check out um, who's our first one? Bursa, Bursa, obviously, Bursa.com. So, and we've got a great lineup coming tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. That's it. Bye. Bye. Well, guys, we do invite you to go check out both ours and Clover's YouTube channels. Ours is Ghost Tactical, where you can find all of our content over there, including our videos and our podcasts. And you can go check out Clover at CloverTac. Obviously, you can check out all of his content and podcasts as well. We also invite you to check out our websites. Ours is GhostTactical.us, where you'll be able to find everything that we're doing, including our swag store. And Clover's is CloverTac.com. Once again, find all of his projects, all of his swag, and all of that. More importantly, guys, we do thank everyone for always supporting both myself and CloverTech, whether it's just by watching our stuff or those that do spend their hard-earned money through YouTube channel memberships. We do truly appreciate you guys. You guys make this all worthwhile. We ask you to go check out our sponsors for this podcast, Bursa and Walk the Talk America.